Welcome back to another episode of Crunch Time. I'm Mikey, joined by Sam here. So excited to be back for a podcast. We haven't done this in a little bit. We're very excited to be back. Sam, how are you doing today? Man, I'm really good. I'm obviously excited to get back to it. I know it's been a few months. I'm just giving everybody a little bit of an apology. We've been very busy recently. Junior year has been a little hectic, but hey, we're here to talk about a very interesting topic. Mikey, why don't you get into it? Yeah, the topic we're going to be discussing today is that this has been trending for a while, especially last season after Tom Brady won the Super Bowl in his first season without the Patriots. So the question is, who is more impactful, shall we say, Brady or Belichick? Who who had more of an impact on that Patriots dynasty? Yeah. First and foremost, I'd like to respect both these guys. I think uh, Brady's the best football player of all time, no doubt about it, and In my opinion, I think Bill Belichick is the greatest football coach of all time. A lot of people, you know, you could say uh, Bill Parcells, um, Mike Dicka. There are a few other guys that may come up, uh, Vince Lombardi. But at the end of the day, Bill Belichick did something that pretty much no other coach, maybe in the history of sports, did. He transformed teams with mediocre players into Super Bowl teams year in and year out. He turned a guy who was a sixth-round, no-name, into the best football player of all time. You can put Brady in any other system coming out of college. Dude wouldn't have been in the league for more than three years. That's just, you know, my opinion. Uh, I don't think anyone else would have given him a shot. He saw something in Brady that really nobody else did. Uh, Credit to him because at the end of the day, he was the general manager too. He is the general manager of the Patriots. He had a lot of uh, input into the front office at that time. He's made some great decisions. And I think as a coach, sure, Bill Belichick has been uh, phenomenal. But I don't think that's what sets him over the top and makes him more impactful than Brady. I actually think it's his general manager skills that kind of sets him over the top. It's like two and one. Okay. I'm obviously on the other side of the argument because this is why we're doing this episode today. I think Tom Brady, the impact he's had on players, the leadership skills that he's shown – his ability to take over games in any situation and just be the best player on that football field every single time. He's won seven Super Bowls. He's had a fantastic career. He came from pretty much nothing in NFL term. He was literally a sixth-round pick, barely got a chance, and then he capitalized on his opportunity. Like you said, I do want to respect both of them. I have tremendous respect for both of them, although I am a Jets fan, and it was painful to watch that dynasty go to work every Sunday for pretty much 10 years because that's how long I was watching for and obviously a long time before that. But I think for me, I just think Tom Brady is such a good football player. He's the greatest of all time. And that, you know, he maybe could have worked with another, with another coach that could have happened. And I think Tom Brady's work ethic just sets him over the top. And I don't know if any other quarterback could have had as much success that he did under Belichick. I think that's a valid point. Um, I think Brady naturally is not the best athlete. I think we both can agree on that. Um, He just doesn't have those intangibles that a lot of other great quarterbacks have. Uh, Brady was never the fastest guy, never had the biggest arm. But I do think his IQ and um, his pocket awareness are some things that separate him from some of the other greats, such as Rodgers and Joe Montana, who just naturally were blessed with some of these natural skills that they were just born with. Um, I think something interesting about Bill Belichick is Belichick didn't have that much success before he came to the Patriots. You know, he bounced around. He, he, uh, 
had a brief stunt with the Giants, the, the Browns. Uh, one day stunt with the Jets. Yeah, I was about to say. Very yeah. short stint with um, the Jets. But I think Belichick really changed the culture in New England. Uh, there's a famous phrase, the Patriots way. And I think that gets, you know, passed around, says people say it a lot. But it's it's really a culture when you hear um Patriots players who, you know, went through the whole training camp system and all that. Some say maybe it's a popularity stunt, but many of them say it's a way of life. It's a culture. In New England football, I think it is a second religion at the end of the day. Every Sunday, the Patriots are expected to win games from within and outside of the organization. And before Bill Belichick came in, I don't know if that was the case. I think he really changed the culture in New England. And without that, I don't know if it was possible for you know Brady to come in and um, win so many football games. Because at the end of the day, Brady was a sixth round or sixth. Uh, he was the sixth string quarterback at Michigan. A guy like that doesn't come in and just change the culture. I'm sorry to say, no matter how good this guy was or wasn't his rookie year in the NFL, the culture had to be established before then. And I think that paved the way for a guy like Brady to come in and uh, express his veteran leadership. Yeah, I mean, I see where you're going with that. One of the things that I find so fascinating about the whole thing is while Brady needed Belichick, like the opposite is obviously said, Belichick needed Brady. I think one of the most important things when you're going to build the system and when you want to set up a team, especially for a coach like Belichick who didn't have much success and wanted to prove himself in New England, you need a full buy-in from your quarterback. Your quarterback needs to be committed. And when you look at the trends of a lot of quarterbacks and when you just look at the work ethic, when you when you notice all the, you know, all the leadership skills that everyone has, I don't know how many besides Brady could have fit in the system and gave it their all. Another thing is, you know, if Brady was able to take the coaching, if Brady was able to do this, do that, follow this instructions, that meant full, you know, full cooperation from his teammates. His teammates followed his lead. Brady set by, he led by example. I mean, there have been some other great quarterbacks in the league over the last 20 years, but I'm not sure if I'm confident if they could have all responded in the same way with Brady did, especially because Brady, you know, was in the system and he didn't have all the liberties that some of the quarterbacks may have. But Brady, you stay tough. Get a work ethic, and I think with his devotion and with his full commitment over his whole time in New England, I think that was just such a vital part of their success. And I don't know how many other quarterbacks would have been able to do that, even like some of the other greats like Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers. What if they got a little stubborn? What if they didn't work as hard? What if they got injured? Another thing is what I found so interesting, like when you when you try to take it out of context, um, out of the Patriots, and you're like, what if we moved Brady to this team and we'll see what Brady could do with this team? What I find interesting is Brady wasn't in the original part of the plan of the Patriots, and it all comes down to that injury of Drew Bledsoe. If that didn't happen, we might never have seen Brady. So I, I think, well, yeah, it was part of a culture that was there as well. It kind of all just happened to, to fall right into place for New England. Um, no, I completely agree. I think, um, another huge part of this argument is people look at both of their successes, uh, after the depart of Tom Brady. I think that's, I think that's one of the most interesting arguments there is. And I think that sways a lot of people to think that Brady was the answer in New England. And I think that is a very compelling argument. And before the season, I actually probably agreed that Tom Brady was more instrumental in the Patriots success than Bill Belichick. But then this season came around. Everyone said Bill Belichick, you know, can't do it with another quarterback. He needs uh, extremely talented teams to get stuff done. 
you look at the you look at the Buccaneers. Of course, they won the Super Bowl. They had the best offensive line last year. They had the best defense in the NFL. They had arguably the best wide receiver and tight end core in the NFL, uh, led by Gronkowski, AB, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, uh, Cameron Brait, Leonard Fournette out of the backfield. Great receiving back. Uh, Ronald Jones played uh, a pretty big part in that Super Bowl run. Uh, great special team. Everything was going their way last year. And then you look at the Patriots. Of course, they were terrible last year. Look at that. They had Cam Newton starting. Uh, Jacoby Myers is wide receiver one. All their guys were hurt due to COVID. It was a rebuilding year. Um, they were not built to win. Like, that's just the honest truth. They were still recovering. You can't expect a team to go from a Super Bowl caliber team, you know, to still a Super Bowl caliber team when you take away your best quarterback, when you have 15 guys on the COVID reserve and you replace the greatest quarterback of all time with some dude who you just pick up off the streets named Cam Newton. It's just not going to work. And then this offseason, everyone says Bill Belichick overspent on Matt Judon, Kendrick Bourne. Hunter Henry, all these offensive linemen, these guys have been phenomenal. And I don't think any other coach in the history of sports could transform these guys who were above average in talent into superstars who may not be, you know, putting up the most incredible stats, but their impacts are seen every single Sunday. I think one of the most interesting parts of this question is like what is measured as success for this year for the New England? Is it just being above 500? Is it making the playoffs? Is it making a deep playoff push? Is it even winning the Super Bowl? How far do you think New England has to go where we could say, hey, man, this is a complete success for Belichick. He did it without Brady. Because last year, Brady did it without Belichick. So how far do you think the Patriots need to go where we could say Belichick did it without Brady? And it'll be kind of even in that sense. Because for me, I think making the playoffs – and maybe winning a couple of playoff games. I mean, I know it's, it's a rookie quarterback, so it's not going to come easy. And I know it's going to take a process, just like Tom Brady was, because Tom Brady obviously took a while to get in the system, and I think they are building a system around Mac Jones. But when you look – and this debate, obviously, since you know Mac Jones is a lot of time in the NFL, it's not going to be settled this year, whereas like Brady didn't have much time to win, and he won in his first season, and we were pretty much able to see immediate results. Um, Something interesting, <laughs> I think – and another, I think this is the most compelling argument you could use is that Tom Brady actually, fun fact, he won the Super Bowl as a rookie. That is something that's only been done one time in NFL history besides himself. And that was Kurt Warner. And I think just an interesting um, thing to note before that is the season before the Patriots were 5'11", 5 and then the next season they were 11-5. and And I think a huge... Uh, credit obviously goes to Brady because without him, you know, who knows how good they would have been. Belichick was uh, there the year before in 2000. Uh, a lot of people could say, you know, it's all Brady the reason they turn stuff around. The reason they turn stuff around, you look at their team. I'm not going to say Brady's always had super teams uh, that, that takes away from his success as an NFL quarterback. That's not me. I'm not saying he's not the greatest football player of all time. I'm not saying he's not the best player to ever play a sport. Because I truly believe he's the best at what he does. Far superior to Michael Jordan, Michael Phelps, Floyd Mayweather, and a lot of LeBron James, and a lot of the other great athletes. But this Patriots team was good. Their defense, Mike Vrabel, Ty Law, 
Lawyer uh, Malloy, they had, they had pro bowlers up and down their roster. Brady was a pro bowler his rookie year. I think that's phenomenal. But when you when I go back to the question, how good do the Patriots have to be this year? Mac Jones is not Tom Brady. We have to acknowledge that. And that doesn't take away from Belichick's success as a coach. Mac Jones is obviously a far worse quarterback. But what Belichick does is he maximizes potential. Mac Jones, a lot of people thought he'd be a bust in the NFL, barely a starter, and he's turning into a phenomenal quarterback. And that's just Belichick maximizing his potential. Belichick maximized Brady and transformed him into the best quarterback of all time. And he's going to do the same thing for Mac Jones. He's going to transform Mac Jones into the best version of himself he can be. And whether that means a first-round exit this year or a Super Bowl appearance, I don't really think it matters. you got to give the guy time. Just because Brady started off great in his career doesn't mean Mac Jones will be amazing in his postseason as well. Mac Jones has been phenomenal in the playoffs in college. Hopefully that translates to the NFL. But this year, the playoffs are going to be very competitive. He's going to have to go up against the Chiefs, the Bills, the Ravens. So if he doesn't win, I'm not going to panic. I'm not going to blame it on Belichick. They've exceeded expectations far more than anyone could have imagined this year. Yeah, that's true. I think a lot of it comes down to, like, not just what will happen this year in the playoffs because it was premature, obviously, and nobody expected them to be in this position. And if they were to win a Super Bowl, it would probably be one of the most impressive Super Bowls ever won, considering that they don't have even a top five talented, right? They don't have a top five most talented team in the NFL when you look at. Oh, I don't think I don't I I I don't even know if top 10. I think they're an average team on paper. They might be an average team on paper. Mac Jones is an average quarterback. They have below average weapons. Their offensive right. line is amazing. Their defense is amazing. Yeah. But That's- so if but you said Tom Brady won Super Bowl as, as in his rookie year. Mac mm-hmm. Jones, we're gonna see how far they get. What I'm saying is like, how many other quarterbacks could have done that? Like, if we're using the same system that you use with Brady around Mac Jones, and you look at all the success that quarterbacks have had when they've had better receivers, when they've had this, when they've had that. Brady came in in his rookie year as a sixth-round pick, dominated and established himself from there. My thing is I just don't know how many more people could have done that. As good as Belichick's system is and as good as the pieces around Brady are, the quarterback's the most important position on the field, and if he's not, the, and if he's not really good, you're not going to find the success that they had, especially at an early point in Brady's career when he had, had very, very minimal – um, NFL playing experience, especially in the playoffs. And then another thing is the amount of wide receivers that he's gotten to play with, but also like the connections that he just instantly forms. I think the respect, I mean, you can say that about Belichick too, because like all the players that come to the Patriots, they obviously form a respect, but I think the connection that Brady builds, I think his ability to share the ball throughout the whole field and just create personal relationships with his receivers just makes everyone feel better. And I think that it's just the epitome of a winning culture, especially in a football team. I agree. I think um, I think that's definitely one of the best parts about Brady's game, the ability to not really like target one receiver and the, the ability to like get as many guys involved as possible. Like there's like this crazy stat, like Brady's throwing a touchdown to, you know, 100, whatever. I don't know the exact number off the top of my head, but like whenever you see it, you're like, it's just like another guy he's throwing a touchdown to. He like makes these like no name uh receivers look like they're absolutely yeah, I mean, look last week Brashad Perriman got the spotlight 54 yard touchdown exactly. to win and that was his the... first catch of the game like there were so many other guys who touched the, like the ball that game um but then like you kind of have to give some credit to Bill Belichick on the other hand like how many guys 
that are now like, you know, world class names that Bill Belichick just like bring out of nowhere. Like Julian Edelman, an undrafted free agent kick returner specialist, turned into borderline Hall of Famer. You know, he turns these guys on the offensive line who you've never heard in, of, like Joe Thune into these like world class names. I, I just think that like he always sees something in these like late round gems. And I think that's just a credit to his drafting. Uh, and his scouting as well. I think I talked about touched that on yeah. that in the beginning of the episodes. He's so good at spotting talent where nobody else can. The general manager chooses what pieces go around him. He chooses, you know, uh, what talent will go and fit the schemes. The general manager has just as much. Yeah, but I'm saying Brady had a personal relationship with Belichick on the coach's level, not as a GM level for the most part. So I'm saying when you create, the, when, right, you, when you think on. of the question about Belichick, like, do you think it's fair to consider Belichick as, like, the guy behind the desk, like, on draft night or just the guy that's working with Brady at practice, like, forming that system on the field for, Brady, like, the plays for Brady to throw and, like, all, all this stuff, like, the connections that he's building with that practice? I mean, the, the, the episode was Bill Belichick's impact versus Tom Brady's impact. If you want to go into on the field, that's a whole different argument. I think the impact goes into the culture, uh, who was more instrumental in the Patriots' success. That's how I viewed the question. Bill Belichick drafted these guys, uh, Devin McCourty, Julian Edelman, Asante Samuel, Rob Gronkowski, the list goes on and on. Um, those guys had instrumental success in the Patriots' Super Bowl wins. Whether it was on the field or not, that stuff was extremely valuable and transformed the culture in New England. On the field, honestly, Brady could be more impactful. And I, like, if you want to look at it that way, yes, he gets a ton of receivers involved. Uh, longevity, he performed for 15 years in New England at a very high level. He won the Super Bowl as a rookie. The list goes on and on. But for Bill Belichick, this is the last thing I'm going to say. Phenomenal drafter, knows how to spot talent, maximizes talent, transform the culture in New England. Um, surrounded Brady with weapons that fit the system, not the most athletic guys, guys yeah. that he knew would be right for Brady. And at the end of the day, no matter how we go on for hours and hours, right. we don't know what Brady would have been without Belichick in yes. New England. And, and it's also what Belichick would have been without. It's Brady. also so hard to compare Two people that like one's not playing, one's co like it's so hard to put them side by side because they're doing such completely different things. But the last thing I'm going to end it on, and I have a question, and we could both give our takes on this. We're talking about Belichick. We're talking about the system that he might be building around Mac Jones. We're talking about how Brady won the Super Bowl in his rookie year. What are your predictions for the Patriots' success in the playoffs? Assuming that they have, assuming that they don't all crumble um, and make the playoffs. Yeah, no, they'll make the playoffs. They'll probably win the AFC East, if we're going to be honest. Um, you think they have a chance of beating one of the other AFC teams in a playoff game? Um, listen, they, they, they potentially, I'm not saying it's guaranteed, but right now they're the one seed in the AFC. Obviously, that could like completely, completely like flip in the next few weeks. I personally 
can't see the Patriots winning um, more than one game. And that's, like, that's no knock to the Patriots. Like, they've been phenomenal all year. But at the end of the day, in the playoffs, the things that win you games, you've got to, one, have a great run game. And sure, the Patriots have run the ball a lot, but how phenomenal is their run game? Two, you got to have a great offensive line. That's the one thing that I think is going to keep the Patriots um, in the playoffs. If their offensive line can block like they have all season, I think they've got a chance against anybody. And I think the most important thing uh, to really consider is how well can the Patriots receivers perform? Mac Jones is a phenomenal rookie quarterback, potential rookie of the year candidate. Um, I think first or second place in that category. But at the end of the day, if Mac Jones has nobody to pass the ball to, it won't matter in the playoffs. You're going to need to throw some deep balls, which I think they've been very conservative with their play calling. But, you know, if guys like Kendrick Bourne, uh, Jacoby Myers, Hunter Henry, and Johnny Smith can step up, I think they can win one or two games. Otherwise, if they are the mediocre wide receivers that I think they are, I think they're not winning more than a game. I don't think they can beat the Chiefs or the Ravens or the Bills in in a playoff game. That's just my take. I think the yeah, Patriots. Yeah, I agree. I can't see them beating any of the top dogs in the AFC. But the, the thing is, they're a dynasty. Right. Dynasties aren't built overnight. Dynasties well, Tom Brady doing his Super Bowl in his rookie year. <laughs> that's a different case. Like you have to like look at it. Like Mac Jones is getting better and better by the week. Of course. Imagine what he'll be in three seasons, four seasons, and a lot of the guys surrounding him are young as well. Yes, they do. There, the future is bright, and it is looking like the chips are in place for yet another Patriots dynasty. Assuming 100%. that they can overcome the Chiefs dynasty, which we've seen has obviously been built. Of course, and um, you know, the dynasties don't win. Like NFL teams don't win ten straight Super Bowls. Right. So even if the Chiefs, you know, do win a, a Super Bowl like every other year, like there is, is yeah, yeah. And the Patriots is, didn't win back to back many times. Right. And and that's what I'm saying. You don't have to win every single year. And for to expect that Mac Jones will win in his rookie year, maybe he will, maybe he won't. Probably not. But at the end of the day, he has a lot of years. Franchise quarterbacks have a lot of time to prove, uh, you know, built their legacy. And I think Mac Jones has 15 to 20 more years in New England to win as many Super Bowls as possible. Yeah. All right. Well, that's us on Crunch Up. We will see you next week. Hope you guys enjoyed. Have a great week.